Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. This is the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Chad. I write for the Viking Age as well as Bring Me the News, Zone Coverage, and the Brookings Register. My co-host here is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday and Thursday or sometime later in the week uh, right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. But you can follow us in podcast form the very next day on Apple and Spotify. But however you listen to us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. We can keep growing the community, checking us out every week. Adam, that was pretty good considering I didn't put the intro in the actual outline this week. <laughs> well, behind the scenes, but I don't know. Maybe that means uh, we'll have vibes as good as the Vikings for this show. I don't know. Yeah, can you uh, can you take us higher? You know, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, it, it is everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's starting to it's starting to grow. Like I now mean, they're I, singing I, it after games. And yeah, playing in the weight room or uh, waiting for the press conferences and everything. It's um, it's I a mean, thing. I, I really enjoy Josh Dobbs just like coming right in and just you know. Take, grabbing a hold of it and putting it in his TikToks and everything, just really just 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 taking it all because um, uh, he's just really fun. Like I don't like I don't even care if like he's not you know Patrick Mahomes or whatever. He's just he's fun. He's seems like a good guy and uh, he seems like he's having fun out there. And, and the Vikings are too because they're winning. So this is this these last few weeks, even without Dobbs, have been a bunch of a lot of fun. And uh, I'm excited to see kind of where the rest of the season's going to go. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the. Barnwell and uh, Courtney Cronin earlier, or I think it was beforehand. And Bill Barnwell was like, actually, he pulled the same thing in Arizona where he didn't know anybody's name. And I'm like, yeah, because he was fucking traded there right before the season, yeah, dude. He, of course yeah, he was. He didn't. And know Courtney Cronin's like the the elevator, the locker rooms, like 30 yards from the elevator. I'm pretty sure he asked before he got in the elevator, "Hey, where's the locker room?" Like, yeah. "Hey, I yeah. don't know where the locker room is to go down the elevator." So I'm not really, I'm not really slam anyone here but i'm just saying he's not actually fluent because he didn't know anybody's name in arizona he probably doesn't know anybody's name in pittsburgh like he's some giant dick because he doesn't know everybody's names like if you couldn't tell i'm a little bit annoyed today which is which is astonishing because the Vikings what happens won. after the saints after the saints huh? game. that's what happens after saints games you're just you're just annoyed no matter what well and i mean it's not anything like vikings related it's yeah. just it's people today, man. I, I don't know what it is. I got it people Monday. all up in my mentions talking about, I don't understand the point of this article. Like, I don't know what game you're watching. It's not for you. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the show, shall we? <laughs> the Vikings defeat the Saints 27 to 19 on Sunday afternoon. They had a 27 to 3 lead at halftime. Then Derek Carr got hurt. Uh, Jameis Winston stepped in. You know I don't know about you, but I got instantly nervous when Jameis came mm-hmm. in because <laughs> like Derek Carr is like, oh, no, here comes the rush. I'm going to dunk it down. Jameis yeah. like, fuck it, dog. I'm throwing it down the field. Yo, Lobo. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly what he did, too. Like, and he threw he had, two picks. He had like, some crazy touchdown throws and then he just <laughs> literally chucked it in the air and hoped that somebody would get it. But it didn't happen. <laughs> I could see Jameis just like. I mean, I was going to make the crab like, joke, but just like chill, sipping a Gatorade or like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> just start you know, like, can't, He can't even see anyone on the field. He's just like, <laughs> fuck it. Patrick Mahomes does he this. Literally, he, literally, he literally couldn't see two years ago. He had to go get right, LASIK. Right. And it was just like, <laughs> like just squinting downfield like, ah. And he threw <laughs> 30 touchdowns. Yeah. And 30 interceptions. But yeah. Uh, yeah. 
if it was if it was a fantasy league, thrown 60 touchdowns that year. um outside of Jameis in the legend <laughs> Jameis winston is going to need his own 30 for 30 when he retires because like yeah. that would well, be the most interesting thing ever he's definitely going to have like one of those 10 minute nfl film segments where it's just like looking <laughs> back on the career of <laughs> Jameis winston and how special he was to the game the sport of the NFL and all that stuff that they do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the John Vicenda or whatever, yeah. the music yeah. in the background as he's just like chalking picks, just like in there, like eat that W, you know, um, <laughs> probably just got demonetized for uh sensitive content in there. But yeah, uh, the Vikings are now six and four with the win. They started the season one and four. So that'd be five straight wins. Let's start it simple. Adam, what did you like about the win on Sunday? The first half. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they were they were rolling they were rocking and rolling offense defense. Greg Greg Joseph was making his kicks in the first half. Um, just it didn't seem like the Saints had any answer to what the Vikings were doing. Um, I just find it I found it interesting because Dennis Allen's supposed to be like a defensive coach and his defense looked terrible. Um, Josh Dobbs looked like he could just he could have done anything against them. Um, but then it got to the second half and, you know, I wouldn't put it a lot on, on Josh Dobbs. There were a couple of passes that he, he probably missed, uh, that he might, he, he might make in within, you know, a couple more weeks with some reps with some of those receivers. Um, but the play calling was super conservative and, and, and Kevin O'Connell, like he talked about it after the game where he was like, yeah, that that's all on me. Like I, I gotta do better. Um, cause it was basically like, do we, do we have a Scooby-Doo moment on our hands? Like it was PJ like actually yeah I mean, yeah well, like, like it's twenty seven to three you're just doing whatever you want to the Saints Kevin O'Connell of all people should know that you know the twenty four point lead in the NFL with two full quarters to go it really doesn't mean anything unless you keep scoring like the Vikings came down when they were down thirty three so like it, it can happen um and the way that they were just doing whatever they wanted with the offense it seemed like it was it would, they were gonna put up you know. 20 more points in, in the second half and they just didn't they just decided to just hand the ball off up the middle on on first and second down and then they would have long third downs and they would struggle to get them because the percentages the, the percentage chance of getting them was much lower than you know the short third downs they had in the first half and um yeah they i think they got a little lucky in the in, in the second half they should have probably won more with that that todd chandler touchdown um, but you know, that was negated by uh, a weird Brian O'Neill holding quote unquote, uh, penalty. I, I don't, it was, I don't even know what it was actually. Then the Daniil Hunter thing where he got called for hands to the face, but he got his helmet ripped off, which was interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kevin O'Connell's going to look back on this game and, um, be like, uh, we, if I'm going to let my foot off the gas, at least, you know, let's have a 24 point lead going into the fourth quarter and not the, the third quarter. If you want to play that way in the in the fourth quarter and you're up by that many points, fine, whatever, do that. But in the second half, like it felt like immediately they were just like, I know they got a field goal on their on their first drive, I think, in the second half. But after that, like it was just like they're like, all right, Saints aren't going to do anything. And then Jameis came in and he just was like, I'm just going to chuck the ball around. I'm going to throw to I'm actually going to throw to Chris Olave, Olave which Derek Carr. That, that was the funniest part of Jameis coming in. It's like all of a sudden, like Olave had one target through the first <laughs> like 35 minutes of the game. Yeah. And then he goes down and Jameis is like, where's Chris Olave? Yeah. I'm going to throw it to him as much as possible. And holy shit, Chris Olave is wow. good. Like yeah, we wow. thought that was the case. But um, yeah, not, I Derek, mean, not Derek Carr. He just likes to yell at him when he doesn't catch balls being thrown out of bounds. They, how much money did they pay him? Like, I don't know, but Derek, what not De- not Derek Allen. Dennis Allen's. I think he said yesterday, like Derek Carr's our quarterback, and so it's like it's something. It well, reminds me of him. like yeah, it reminds me of what the Jets are doing right now, where they're like Zach. Zach, he's actually like uh, he's gotten better. They're like yeah, but he still sucks. Like just because he's gotten better doesn't mean he's good. Like all these excuse making things where coaches have to like you know Kevin O'Connell's done it before too. Where if, if Kirk Cousins has a bad game, he'll he'll you know try and find excuses or puts the blame on him. But like. It it was very clear as soon as Jameis came into the game yesterday that the Saints offense was much better off with him in there, regardless of, you know, him throwing picks. And and does he throw that many picks if he's in there for the full game? Who knows? Because, you know, at the end of the game, they're they're down and they need points. So he's probably, you know, trying a little more to get points quicker. Um, but they were much better off. Like when Derek Carr went out, I, I agree with you. When Derek Carr went out and Jameis Winston came in, I was like, oh, no, here we go. Like. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is going to be a lot closer than mm-hmm. we need it to be. Uh, Derek Carr signed through 2026. 
No, um, he's not is making he, it. He's not. So making it was it. one, two, three, four years. No, and he got a hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, he does. The Saints have an out in two years. Uh, two. He's got a ten million. He's got a ten million dollar roster bonus ahead of the twenty twenty five season. The Saints can pick that up, or they can uh, let him go for twenty eight point six. They would say twenty eight point six million against the cap, but they would eat seventeen point one million in dead cap, which really is like chump change when you think about it. Uh, he's also got a five point seven million dollar void year in twenty twenty seven. Uh, because everybody has a void year now. If you're <laughs> you are an NFL player and you sign a contract and there's not a void year attached to it, are you really an NFL player? Um, that was a really interesting response to what you liked about the game. Uh, <laughs> you instantly went into Kevin O'Connell's play calling. Um, I'll start there. I'll, I'll, we'll we'll flip it around and then I'll kind of steer it back in the positive direction. I like him. I like him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hang on. I'll I'll get to that. Okay. Kevin O'Connell in the second half. I do think the score had something to do with it. Um, they were trying to run the ball and they cannot run the ball. I think that is a huge problem. Uh, because Alexander Madison, great guy, like he, all awesome human. Everybody that is around that team and actually has access with that team has said it until they're purple in the yeah. face. He is not a starting running back. Hmm. I have been saying this since June or the second that Dalvin, like even when they were like, March. oh man, yeah, March. I mean, when they're sitting there going like, well, you know, Dalvin makes 14 million. We can't really bring him back. Well, honestly, you probably could have. And yeah. I know Dalvin has been, his success rate is actually the same as Alexander Madison <laughs> right now. So, I mean, Vikings probably made the right call there, right? But yeah, I mean, maybe spend a couple extra bucks on David Montgomery because Alexander <laughs> Madison just isn't it. He he's not it. And everybody walking around going like, how many touchdowns are you gonna score? Why, why am I making like the Barney voice with everything? <laughs> I love you. You like really I, I don't love Alexander Madison right no, now. No. Like <laughs> he does have a just con- like my- he, does, he does have a concussion, so I want to I don't want to like rip on him totally because he did get a concussion. Yes, that. he did get hurt. Um, and yeah, um, I I mean, man, like today people are talking to me and they're just like Ty Chandler, like Ty Chandler looked awesome out there, man. And I'm like, yeah, because you've been watching Alexander Madison slam into the back of his offensive line for nine weeks, and the offensive line apparently did a really good job in run blocking yesterday. They always do. So they put Ty Chandler out there. There. His stats look better if you know you're uh, holding. Call. You know if you don't have that holding penalty by Brian O'Neill. I was trying to remember what I was going to say, but you know it's three yards per carry. You know, and I'm sitting there looking like, okay, I see the burst, I see the athletic. That's why people tell me like, oh, were you watching the same game? <laughs> yeah, I was watching the same game because he ran into Josh Dobbs about two or three times, uh, which could have been on Dobbs too because he's still learning the playbook even though he's staying every day at the facility. Uh, he's eating meals at the facility. He's working on Tuesdays. Uh, that That's a good thing, right? Wow. Um, wow. You know, actually, I'm Mike <laughs> Florio. Um, but he doesn't have a, he doesn't have kids, so I'll give him that. He has. Th- he this has, is true. He, he has time to, to not, you know, take care of a family. Kirk's like the guy that worked at Quick Trip. And like, you know, like me, like he was like me at quick trip where it was like, <laughs> I work Monday through Fridays and they'd call me on Saturday and be like, Hey, uh, Joe called in sick. You want to work like six to two today? Not particularly. No, no. I've, <laughs> I've spent enough time helping out crystal math tweakers. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say this is probably why people thought Ty Chandler looked good yesterday because in the first half he only had five carries, but he gained 31 yards. So that's 6.2 yards per carry. So that's when he was good, but that's really when the whole offense was rolling, and that's when the Saints really didn't know whether the Vikings were going to run and pass. In the second half, they knew the Vikings were trying to run and run the clock out, so they're just like, okay, Ty Chandler's not getting anything. But that being said, Ty Chandler's still like, I feel like every time he got the ball, he at least got positive yardage compared right. to Madison gets the ball and he just falls two yards behind the line of scrimmage because they give him a toss, and the defensive, the defensive tackle beats him to the sideline um because he's just not fast so yeah that's probably why people are like yeah ty chandler did well because because they remember the first half and him just kind of just skating through the line our standards are low oh, for yeah. running backs like we're, we're not expecting anybody to be b john robinson expecting him I hey mean, can you get three or four yards of carry and like you know make it second and six? He returning kicks yesterday or punts yeah. i saw yeah <laughs> over over kanae wongwu 
who also made an appearance. I, I, we confirmed that he's still on the team. Yeah. So, uh, he was holding onto that ball a little bit tight though. I don't know if you noticed that, but that whatever he didn't fumble. like, he didn't fumble. Yes. So that might be like, I feel like with both of these backs, there's some kind of ticking time bomb. That's just going to blow up at the worst opportune moment. Like here we are salting away the NFC championship game. And oh, Ty Taylor doesn't know the play. He doesn't know. Oh, I, I also think that the Vikings haven't fully explored, you know, their running game with Josh Dobbs. They had a couple of plays yesterday where they mixed him in there, had some design runs, but I think as they get further along with him in their system and their playbook, they can really maybe utilize more of like kind of like what the Eagles do with their RPOs and, and things like that to really open up the run game. Cause like, like you said, PFF and all them grade the Vikings run blocking is really good. If that's the case, then you just need p- people who can execute better out there and, and actually attack those holes um and you know josh Dobbs can get some easy yards as well so i think it'll it's something that will be able to get better um and they've also got a buy coming up where they can kind of tweak some things uh around too so um i'm in i'm optimistic about the run game with with Dobbs being out there if cousins was still out there i'd still be like this it's just not going to get better but with Dobbs, i feel like they should be able to do a little more stuff and there were also times yesterday where Dobbs' mobility was huge. Like oh, it extended yeah. plays. It's, you know, when it when it looked like he was dead to rights for a sack, he was just kind of like, oh, excuse me here. I'm just going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't a lot of negative plays because you had a running quarterback in there. And again, that's not anything against Kirk. It's not slamming Kirk Cousins at all. Uh, Kevin O'Connell even said it where he's just like, hey, uh, Josh can do some things that Kirk, and then he paused. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah, he just he does different things. Um, it just and they both give you just different options as well because obviously right. Dobbs is not the precision accurate passer that Cousins is, but he gives you other elements like being able to scramble and move out of the pocket and do those crazy runs. I I, I felt like that run yesterday that he had where he scored a touchdown like that. That reminded me more of like, I know people are like, oh, Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson. I, I was thinking of like, people are going to laugh probably, but prime Johnny Manziel, like Texas A&M when he was just like really Schoolyard football feeling himself, like just yeah. beating Alabama and stuff like that. That's that's what it reminded me of because he was just, Dobbs was just literally running circles around the Saints yesterday. And it was really fun to watch. You know what else was fun to watch was TJ Hawkinson in the first quarter because, yeah. or first half because that dude got the hell beat out of him. Like he was... He yeah. came in with a rib injury. He's wearing like a flak jacket. He's like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go out there and be a crash test dummy. You could tell when the painkillers were wearing off for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he had that one catch along the sideline where mm-hmm. he just laid it on his back and he's just like, Ugh! like just like breathing. Um, It was, it, I, I mean, I owe him an apology. I do because back earlier in the season, I'm just like, are we sure like Sam Laporta wasn't a better idea? And Laporta was way off the board when the Vikings mm-hmm. picked, but they traded their second round pick. I don't know. Could you have taken Dalton Kincaid? Could you have taken uh, one of these other tight ends who are doing pretty well? You know, a lot of people, some people would say Luke Musgrave. Well, <laughs> A, he's not doing a lot, but B, I, if he's out of the Packer offense, I don't, I don't really know because he was a good prospect coming out of the draft. Future uh, Travis Kelsey, according to some some Packer fans. The Packers double dipped into that uh, tight end class and got Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave, and, and that's nothing against Tucker Craft because I covered Tucker Craft. He's an awesome kid, right. but it's also kind of like you know what, what's the, the old ball, yeah. what's the old meme like with the uh, you know LeBron draft like. Mm-hmm. There's LeBron, there's Darko, there's Chris Bosch. Oh, mm-hmm. I totally just remember Carmelo. Joke. Yeah, Carmelo. And it's like, it's like reaching into a bag with like $2 million checks, a uh, $1,000 check, and like a ham sandwich. Um, well, it's like the, is it the family guy thing where it's like, you can either um, have this, this boat or you can uh, see what's in the mystery box. Um, and he's like, oh, uh, I don't know. But the, the box could box. be anything. Boats <laughs> a boat. And it was like, <laughs> Tickets to some play. Hawkinson is the is the box is the boat, and you know uh, Musgrave and uh, Kraft right now right now are are the box, and the Packers are like, hmm, what's in the box? Yeah, I I'm sorry, I'm just reading the comments here. Uh, Pat Raynard does not agree. All he wrote was really, and then he said Johnny. I think he meant a question marks there. 
But I, I see it because Dobbs was running around. He was like, he was just trying to extend that play and he saw the crease and he's like, all right, I'm going to go. Like, I don't know. Like people always use high end examples when they see plays like that. They never go like, oh, dude, that looked like Tavares Jackson. Because <laughs> like, he, he was mobile and could extend plays too. Like that was Aaron Brooks out could extend plays. Yeah, that was Aaron Brooks out there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, what's it? What's, uh, Huntley from the yeah. Ravens, Pro Bowl quarterback. That was Joe Webb out there. That was Joe Webb just, <laughs> just making plays with his legs. Um, Hawkinson's worth every penny because he is now yeah. second in the NFL in receptions among wide receivers and tight ends. Keenan Allen passed him uh, late last night. But um, yeah, I, I mean, he he's the security blanket target. Josh Dobbs is using the heck out of him. Um, you know, he just adds something there. And I mean, it gets me really excited to think, okay, you're going to have TJ Hawkinson. Um, even though he's a little banged up with the rib injury right now, you have Jordan Addison out there who's balling out for a rookie and you know, this whole offense. I mean, they looked great in the first half. Yep. So, I mean, Dobbs learns that a little bit more. You get Justin Jefferson back in there against a good defense too. Well, suppose yeah, I, I mean, the saints aren't slouches. Like they led the league in turnovers and I don't think the Vikings turned the ball over nope. once yesterday. Nope. So, I mean, they're, they're starting to hit their stride and this is what you want to see. You want to see a team get better as the season goes along and the Vikings, when they were one and four, everybody's kind of like, yeah, you know, I think they're going to tank. But uh, now, now we're going to talk playoffs later in the show. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, New York Times, I think they have a over 80, either 70 or 80 percent now uh, over over one of those to to make the playoffs this year. Because I think I saw someone um, did some tiers rankings or something, and they were just like, what I came away with was the Vikings and how easy of a road they will probably have to the playoffs because they have to beat out the Rams, the Falcons, the Saints. Like these are the teams they have to outlast to to make it in the playoffs. So they could probably win like what they got oh, six wins. Man. They're at six wins now. If they win probably two more games the rest of the season, they could probably still get in the playoffs. Yeah. So you want to you want to talk about NFC playoff picture first or you want to talk about yeah. Anthony Barr coming back? We can save Barr for the end. He's on the practice squad anyways. Let's talk about the NFC playoff picture because uh, right now the NFC, it's pretty jumbled. You have the Eagles at eight and one. They were on by this week. The Lions took out the Chargers. They're seven and two now leading the NFC North. Uh, Very fun game. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think coach of the year is going to come down to Dan Campbell and Kevin O'Connell and KOC Mm -hmm. might get snubbed again. Dan Campbell, man. I love our knocks. I mean, if he gets, if the Lions get the one seed, he deserves it. True. Even it, even if they don't, though, I think he. If maybe, they're like the two seed, he'd probably um, still get it anyways. Maybe it should go to Ben Johnson. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, yes. I'm very um, curious to see how they play next year without him, because um, he's gonna he's gonna take a head coaching job for sure. They're they're gonna do that, and they're gonna give Goff like the Kirk Cousins deal, and yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see how the Lions come. And they're gonna hire like a. They're gonna bring like. Um, Who's the old Giants coach that looked like an idiot? Um, there's so many. Of them. McAdoo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> Slick back hair and the stash. And... <laughs> he worked with Aaron Rodgers, though. He must be he smart. Wasn't, you know, the funny thing was, he wasn't terrible. Like, that was, I think that was like Odell Beckham's like best year as a as a player. And like Eli Manning did really well, too. Then, like, the, the following year, they just shit the bed. But yeah, back to the bike. Yeah. So you have the Eagles and the Lions. Of course, the Vikings are going to play the Lions twice in the final three weeks of the season. But then, like, it's a row of teams the Vikings have already played and mostly beat. Uh, You got the 49ers. They're at six and three. They're the three seed. Vikings beat them. The Saints are five and five. The Vikings just beat them. The Seahawks are six and three in the five seed. Uh, the wild card, of course, the Saints mm-hmm. leading their division. They get the four seed. So Seahawks are six and three in the five seed. Cowboys, Cowboys, man, I. They're really good at beating the Giants. They're really good at beating bad teams, and yep. they're really good at losing to Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals as well. Like yeah. each, every week, it's just like, oh my god, look at the who gonna stop them? Who gonna stop them Cowboys? It's like, well, pa- uh. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is going to try. And then if he doesn't, Jerry Jones will. And yeah, I like that Mike McCarthy right there. Yeah. Get them lawsuits going, boy. Um, I don't know. The Cowboys, like, call me when you're not shit kicking the Giants. Who they I, I I'm gonna go off on this too. 
because like the Giants, it makes me so happy to see the Giants just completely crap the bed. Oh, now yeah. that, you know, they're not playing Ed Donatel twice in a season. Like, will, this time yeah. last year, Brian Dable was like a freaking genius. Like he might as well have been up on stage with like Cherry Pie Blair and just like flopping around like a seal on stage. Just like, ur, ur, hey! you know, <laughs> Ed Donatel throwing him dollar bills, just like shake it, man. <laughs> and, you know, Daniel Jones, too. You had all, you know, Vinny from the Bronx like, hey. He's like Danny Dimes. He's Vanilla Vic. He's running around, make plays. Yeah, Vanilla Vic. Through the fifteen now touchdowns. Got, now you got Tommy DeVito, whose mom makes his bed. Which um, is very. I exciting. also lived at home when I was twenty-five for a while, but uh, my parents—they didn't make my bed. They actually woke me up out of bed, saying, "Get the fuck to work." Um, actually, it's very. He's he's very, very loving. Uh, he's very Italian. <laughs> It's not, it's, that's not uncommon that he still lives at home and his, his mom like takes care of him. Not like, have you ever seen Jersey Shore? Um, I think his name is Vinny. And like, no. Um, well, he's like one of the guys on there. Like, his mom, like, they're like, he used to just live at his home, I think, until he was like 30. And she would literally like do his laundry, you know, make him dinner. And it, like, that's just, that's normal. Um, but, uh, yeah, not, not, Many places. I don't know why he admitted that stuff, but to him, it's probably not. It's not frowned upon because he's just used to it. So, well, and, and they could just be like, take. I mean, making the beds a little extreme, but like making meals and that stuff that makes a little bit of sense. Like, yeah. hey, we'll just take care of this part for yeah, you. Don't you know, make your mom make your bed. <laughs> yeah, that, like that. That's that's a jackass move. Also, like that's just taking it too the far. The Giants are full. Like they could have gone out and probably signed a veteran. They could have signed Carson Wentz, but they're. Yeah. They're like, is Car- we just Carson Wentz is on a practice squad somewhere, isn't he? The Rams. Um, Rams, okay. They're like, we could probably get Caleb Williams if we just play DeVito the whole time. Yeah. I think that, that's what probably what's going to happen. And, of course, Daniel Jones' contract, which everybody's cackling over, has a lot of funny money on the back end. So you could just basically be like, Vanilla Vic, uh, I will we say, have the I next Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I will say Dable did, Brian Dable did do a good job last year, like, to just pretty much just squeeze every like ounce of whatever Daniel Jones had in that offense, which had like nobody um, to just get that out there. And this, just this year, just things just aren't, aren't going their way. Pretty much everything is just falling to, pe- to, to pieces. And, and KOC just should have, should have got coach of the year last year. He really should have. And now, uh, and who else? He, he might be snubbed by um D'Amico Ryan's too. Uh, yeah. In, uh, Houston. He's doing a good job too. Yeah. That CJ Stroud is uh straight up baller i feel like they should have separate coach of the year awards like best first year well like best first year head coach because that's usually how like what happens the guy will come in his first year turn things around and they They should do it like participation trophies well like like like, like, bill belichick shouldn't be like a 10-time coach of the year or like andy reed like these guys have been coach of the year like twice and best career. quarterback with a or best coach with a godlike quarterback. And right. over here, best quarterback with a shitty quarter yeah, best coach like, with a shitty quarterback. Well, like MVP is not that way. Like it goes to the, the best player. They're not like the best new player. They're not like Geno Smith, he's MVP last year because he just had a, a great season. It's just best coach who has shot himself in the foot multiple times. Brandon Staley, come on yeah, down. I was hoping you were going that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, he's just a, wait. He's our defensive coordinator next year. He's uh, gone. Uh, yeah. uh, let's get back to the standings in a roundabout way. So after uh, SpongeBob Starfish, uh, it's Patrick Starfish. Jeez. Um, after all of that, the Vikings are six and four. Then you have the Bucks yeah. at four and five, who have a win over the Vikings, so they have a tiebreaker, but they're yeah, kind of fading. Then yeah. you have the Commanders and the Falcons. The Vikings have beaten the Falcons. Um, you mentioned it. Eighty-one percent chance to make the playoffs. You said, is that correct? I, oh, I think it's over eighty. I didn't know the exact percentage, but I was pretty sure it's over eighty. So I think the Vikings are locked to at least get into the playoffs at this point. And I, you know what? I think it could be fun. I, I really think it oh, could yeah. be fun, especially right now. I mean, a lot of people are like, ah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, Josh Dobbs, Case Keenum. Like, okay, like it's a little bit different because the 2017 team just had this like rock star defense that was like number one in the league. And Brian Flores is getting everything he can out of that orange. But, you know, you also have an offense that could take over, especially, you know, again, what does this look like when Justin Jefferson comes back? Because if they can, 
I, I think the Vikings can at least be eight and four by the bye. I think they can oh, beat yeah. Denver on the road. And then you come home, you beat Chicago at home. You're eight and four. You go to Vegas, which I don't know. The vibes are still good, but they didn't look too good last night against the Jets. Yeah. And that's a good defense. But yeah, I was going to say the Jets have a good defense. That's the only thing they have going for them. But yeah, uh, I think the the excitement will probably wear off in Vegas by the time uh, the Vikings get there. Like they're they're I feel like they're just riding that high of like, <laughs> fuck Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, God, get out the cigars. Yeah, you Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I feel happy for them, but like, yeah. They're still not good. They still have who's like Aiden O'Connell's what their quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna solve Brian Flores' defense? No, I don't. I don't see. It's all. It's almost a bad thing that they went ahead and they pulled the trigger now because now they just vote out Josh McDaniels, right? I mean, that team needs a draft pick to get a quarterback. But they, and they, their, their, their owner was like, "No, we're not. We're not." Like they had to have. They had a meeting or whatever, and and everyone told Josh McDaniels like what they didn't like about him pretty much. And he just like cried into a corner. And then the owner was like the owner with the worst haircut in the world said that you were a mistake. Like <laughs> he's not one known for good judgment. By the way, I think the Raiders, even if Brian Flores lawsuit's still going on, I think they look at him as, as a possible head coach next year. I could see him going there because the Raiders are an organization known for not caring about, you know what the NFL likes to do. Al Davis suing the league and all that stuff in the, in the past. So I could see him ending up there. Just uh, like the ultimate rebel. Um, Here's the other question I have with these NFC playoff standings. Do you think the Vikings can catch the Lions? Because Lions got a pretty easy schedule, but you have those three games at the end. I don't know. I I think they need to stumble at least once in order for that to happen. (sighs) Yeah. Who do the Lions still have to play? They still they played the Chiefs already, right? Yep. Um, They played the Chargers. I'm trying to think of the the NFC West. Did they play the Broncos yet? Not that that fucking matters. Um. Oh, at the Cowboys, like the 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 Lions got they close out the season. They got to go at the Vikings, at the Cowboys, and then home Vikings. That's not that's not an easy stretch. Um, No. So so their their schedule. I have it pulled up now. So they have Bears this week. Okay, not tripping up there. Uh, The Packers the next week. I don't know. The Packers, like, I think they're bad. That's Thanksgiving. Yes. I think they're bad, but, like, they could, like. Oh, they could. At this point, I just want Jordan Love to pull, like, Daniel Jones and, like, give him just enough to be, like, here's an extension, buddy. I can see them losing at the Saints. Saints is a tough game on the road, yes. Uh, you get the Bears at home or Bears on the road after that. Even that Broncos at home, and then yeah, Vikings on the road, Cowboys on the road, Vikings at home. There's some there's some potential for some slip ups for the Lions for sure. But like that, like even if they win all their games up to that three game stretch, the Vikings can still if the Vikings keep pace with them, they can still win the division. If yes, they um if they uh you know keep if both teams keep winning once they get to that three game stretch, I think the it's the Vikings are capable because if they tie with the Lions, they hold the tiebreaker and they win the North. Um, and if, even if they don't, if they split things or whatever. Um, they right now would be the team that the, they would play the Lions in the first round. Um, and what's isn't there a saying like you know you you can't beat a team three times or whatever something like that. Um, so even if the Lions sweep them or whatever, I would still feel good about the the Vikings' chances of of beating the Lions in the playoffs. Like it, I think the Lions are a good team. Like I'm not shitting on them at all but they have flaws just to say they can't hang with the lions yeah. is just kind of they just, they've won five in a row what right. do you mean they can't <laughs> they beat the they, they beat the they 49ers beat the <laughs> they beat the who's it, you know led by the offensive god the, the coaching god of offense kyle shanahan and you know <laughs> they, ba- they barely lo- they lost by one score to the chiefs they lost by one score to the eagles um you know they beat the packers on the road the Bears on the road. That's not really impressive. Um, <laughs> Falcons on the road. You know, say what you will about them. You know, Taylor Heineke wasn't terrible. Um, they only won by three in that game. Um, and they just beat the Saints. Like, who, who have the Lions beaten? Like, they beat the Chiefs to begin the year. They just beat the Chargers. Chiefs without um, Travis Kelsey, by the way. They got steamrolled by the Ravens uh, a couple weeks ago. 38-6. to six. That was... Uh, embarrassing oh they beat they beat the raiders so like the wins that they have i'll give you the chiefs they beat them by one and they did they, they really only beat them because the chiefs couldn't catch 
and they and, didn't have they didn't have Travis Kelsey. And you know what? They didn't have to. Not only did they not have to deal with Travis Kelsey, they did not have to deal with Taylor Taylor Swift, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Who did you see? They, they got cast? replaced. They got replaced. Did you? They, they had like camera angles oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like Arif nope. pointed out, there's an all twenty two <laughs> and. But did you see the NFL replace Taylor Swift? Their their header on on Twitter with with a certain Vikings player. Did you see? Yeah, who they replaced the past or not? Yeah, Josh, Somebody... Dob- Josh Dobbs is more popular right now than Taylor Swift. You, that's that's what my conclusion is right now. That he is more popular than Taylor Swift. I saw a tweet before I came on today, and it was I I don't remember who it was. Just like that random for you, because like so like X has like the following option, but the people like I want to read their tweets. I never see them in my X. They're always right. in for you. Yep. So it's like, eh, I guess I'll go over to this cesspool. And uh, <laughs> one guy had a had a uh, quote that he thought Josh Dobbs was just playing a real life Disney movie where he was a quarterback and an astronaut and the Vikings would get to the Super Bowl and Vikings fans would be like, go follow your dreams, go to the moon jo- or go to Mars, Josh. And he'd be like, OK, and he'd be in the thing and he'd see like footage of them coming out for the Super Bowl and be like, Houston, let's chart to Las Vegas he'd be and like, like, come back. <laughs> He'd be like, go Sean Mannion, because you're the only one left who can play. <laughs> that would be that would be its own Disney movie in its own right. Like the guy who just never plays would be like, ah, uh, the quarterback's off to Mars. You know, we, you know what number Sean Mannion's wearing right now? Is it not 13? 19. 19. Oh. Somebody else used to wear that number. Oh. The the disrespect. He looks so weird. Isn't it? Honestly, like maybe they should put him out there and just see if they like <laughs> confuse the defense. Like Oh my God, it's stealing. Steal. Go get him. Go get it. And like, he's like, all right, Jordan Addison and JJ are over yeah, there. I think, I think Sean Mannion's like a good five or six inches taller than Adam Peelan, too. He's, he's pretty, he's like six, four, six, five, I think. Um, doesn't matter because he still can't throw. Um, but yeah. So, uh, you got, you got yeah. an Aussie on the line here. Oh boy, down under. It looks um, like, yeah. Did you see where did you watch the Lions Chargers game yesterday? Any I did. Did you see that they had a commercial, I think, for like NCIS Australia, but it was upside down. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a joke? I, I was. Yeah, I think that was part of the commercial because I was looking and <laughs> I have a Sunday ticket. So, like, I thought, like, YouTube had screwed up for a mm-hmm. minute. I was like, why is the picture upside down? What are they doing? And all of a sudden, it's those, normal. Those silly TV producers <sighs> thought it'd be so funny to put an entire commercial outside. I feel like CBS just, like, pumps out shows, and then they just say they're the number one thing ever, but, like, nobody actually watches them. Just, like, they, they just watch their yeah. numbers. That's, like... The number know, one new comedy, and the well, number that's... one new action show, and the number one new whatever that's drama. Like, have you seen like the reels or the tiktoks where it's like comes up like this i think it's nba stats or nfl stats where like this guy is the first uh nba player to be born next to a bakery who scored two free throws while injured while having an injured arm and his shoe untied it's like wow that's really really specific that that is history you never know <laughs> what you'll see with the nba hey go wolves by the way just want to throw that well, out there they have the least egregious uh, court in the have, have there has their court been they, they haven't the they have not done a uh tournament game yet the <sighs> in-season tournament i mean it can't be any worse than like the bulls or the thunder or whatever just grinding I, I was like foo-fooing the tournament when it began just a quick little segue before we get into our last topic but um i was kind of just like dismissing it i'm like this is dumb why would you have an in-season tournament and then i thought about it i'm like I'm a Timberwolves fan. Like oh, yeah. anytime they like win anything, I'm going to celebrate it. Like they win the playoff game a couple of years ago. And he's like, why are you celebrating the playoff? Oh, when you get Beverly meme. Yeah. Pat, the Pat, <laughs> Pat, 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 everyone's like, why are like, look at them. Like, why are you celebrating? Like you just won the championship. Cause that was our championship. <laughs> We've been so bad for so long that like, that was like peak moment of Timberwolves basketball <laughs> next to like beating the nuggets in the, 2004 Western Conference first yeah. round, like, or uh, Chris Weber, Kevin, you know, the yeah. game seven quote. He got my pumps, got my Uzis, <laughs> got my nines. Like, that is like, that is peak on the Timberwolves. Like, uh, or like the twins, like the twins this year. Like, you, yeah, that city was insane when they won a, a playoff game. Yeah, everybody lost their minds. And like, all of a sudden, everybody was like clowning them, like me, like jumped on the bandwagon because <laughs> I, I've been a Twins fan the whole entire time. I'm like, I just want to see him win a playoff game. He's like, but why, why don't you like them when they're sweeping the Royals? Well, um, 
let's go back to running it back. Yeah. As the Vikings are going to bring back Anthony Barr. Uh, they're signing him to the practice squad, according to Adam Schefter. So he's not going to yeah. be on the active roster. I think um, they have to do that first. Um, now. So so he'll be on the practice squad and then he'll. He could still be activated. Me. He could even still be activated for the, the next game. Yeah. So, so uh, the reason all this is happening yeah. is Jordan Hicks bruised his shin and then he developed compartment syndrome yeah. uh, over the course of Sunday's game. Uh, I looked it up on Google because I didn't know exactly what it was. Not good. But it's, it's basically where blood can't get out of a muscle. Like it just gets yeah. hit that hard. And then like the pressure just builds and he had to have know. it like drained or something. Yeah. So he had to, the symptoms include severe pain, pins, needles, and uncomfortable because, uh, you know, it, it's circulation. So it's considered yeah. very rare, but it must be treated immediately. So Hicks went to the hospital, had a procedure, is not going to be ready for Sunday. So the Vikings brought back Anthony Barr for depth. If you are not familiar with Anthony Barr, are you even a Vikings fan? But I'll read it anyway. He played eight seasons with the Vikings after he was selected with the ninth overall pick in the 2014 draft. He ranks 15th all-time in solo tackles. He is two games shy of 100 games played for the Vikings in his career, and he spent last season with the Dallas Cowboys. You excited about Anthony Barr? What, what does this do for you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. Like it, I feel kind of the same way when Everson Griffin came back that, that one year. Um, I'm just laughing, though, because you said uh, it was rare for Jordan Hicks to to get that comp- what, what was it? compound... Uh, compounds compartment syndrome. Compartment syndrome. Yeah, yeah, it's rare unless you play for the Vikings, because then everything just rare happens to you. Um, that's not supposed to. Um, but yeah, Anthony Barr. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, I think he's 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 he was solid last year for the Cowboys. Is he going to come in and, and be a starter for you? I, I don't think so. Um, he's obviously healthy because he hasn't played it all this season. Um, but I think it's just a, a familiarity. He knows some of the guys still on this defense. Um, he can be a, a veteran leader in the lock in the locker room and, and uh, in the linebacker room and help some of those young guys like you know an Ivan Pace or a Brian Osimo and just kind of show them the ropes. Um, and I'm 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 curious to see how Brian Flores will use him in in this defense because you know coming out of UCLA uh, all those years ago he was viewed as like an an edge rusher kind of linebacker like kind of like a um, Khalil Mack kind of kind of guy Micah Parsons but then the Vikings kind of just shifted him into more traditional inside linebacker kind of guy and he made plays he made four pro bowls but um that probably wasn't really what people were expecting when they drafted him now some people are I've, I've seen some people already be like you know the Vikings didn't use him the right way when they had him and like he he made four pro bowls like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still good um and we always heard about like oh Anthony Barr is working with the the defensive ends this this mini camp he's he's fine they're finally gonna unleash him with his pass rushing skills it, it was a tradition unlike any other every day it really year was during OTAs. Um, but uh, yeah i'm just he's he's a he's a smart like whatever he lacks now and you know physical ability that he you know no longer has he he has in and smarts and and just being knows knowing where knowing offenses schemes what you know what he can recognize um i think harrison smith's kind of the same way now um they're, they're kind of, I think Harrison Smith came in the league, what, two years before four bar. So they're around a similar age. Um, and they, they, those two just know each other, um, from playing with each other for, for so long. So it's cool. I, I like it. I'm not going to be like, oh man, look, they just got like this, this awesome linebacker. Cause there's a reason why he wasn't signed until week. What are we going into 11 now? 11. So, um, yeah, I, it's cool. It's always cool when guys come back. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, Randy Moss when he can, that didn't, that didn't work out very well. Thanks. Kevin Garnett or the wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's fun, but pretty much every time guys come back, doesn't really, it doesn't really have that much. It's not the same. No, it's nowhere near the same. Um, cause usually towards the end of their career and they're just like, you know, I'm just looking for, he's probably like, you know, if, if I'm going to play one more year in the NFL, I might as well have it be in the place, you know, where I started with the Vikings and stuff. And he has like he has his foundation and stuff out here. I'm not out here. I'm in San Diego. In uh in Minnesota stu- still. So I think, you know, that's that's cool. I get to work with that. Um but yeah, I like I, I like it. It's fun because it's exci- it's ex- it's exciting. Gets you everyone likes nostalgia. Like I even did the stupid thing on online where I was like, guys, you know, this I I, I did this rough drawing, but I I, I uh, did a photo a quick Photoshop of Anthony Barr in a Vikings jersey. You know, it's it's not the best, but uh, here you go. I'm just you know just don't think stupid. You can do stupid things like that, but it's cool. 
You can wear your Anthony Barr jersey again. I don't have one. Um, I'm sure some Packers fans do because they used to put it on like mannequins and stuff so they could like kick it. Um, after you know, because we glorified the hit with Aaron Rodgers. I was about to ask if they're just like gearing up for a Super Bowl matchup with the Jets, just like <laughs> right. Aaron Rodgers after he makes his uh his motivational, his motivating uh, you know, triumph of the wills by coming back from a torn Achilles. What did I see? He coming, leads the Jets to the Super Bowl. He's trying to come back in the summer. Yeah. Something like that. I I don't know. Have fun with that. Just gets to the Super Bowl and he's like, I finally made it. I have conquered my wells. And Anthony Barr is standing in front of him like the final boss. Um, But it's cool. Like Daniel Hunter. I I forgot Daniel Hunter is, you know, he was with him for a while, too. So, you know, those two get to reunite. I'm trying to think who was even. So it's basically just Daniel Harrison and and Anthony Barr now left over from uh, the Zimmer regime on the defense pretty much. Um, So. I don't know. It's cool. It's 55 even. I think I asked, saw someone ask, like, is 55 even available? Because um, I remember what, when Everson came back, he wore like 58, 46 or something. And then he had to give it to Michael Pierce. So, like, Michael Pierce is wearing the 58 jersey. No, Michael Pierce was wearing 97 and he gave it to Everson. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And then Pierce yeah. had to wear 58. Not that you would remember it because Michael Pierce was never on the field while he was with the Vikings. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Yeah. That was a great uh, signing by Rick Spielman. He was a great GM. 2015, yes. 2020 uh, not so much um anthony barr returning the, you, you hit on a lot of it i'm curious how much we'll actually see him uh right. play for them brian asamoah has only played 27 snaps this season i i don't think between him and lewis seen he's hurt too right now yeah yeah Asamoah. okay well between him and seen that's like wildly disappointing and i don't think uh brian flores trust him yeah. at all um we might see more three safety look because yeah ivan pace has worked with that green dot which is another thing like this is going to be a lot different than what Barr was working with with mike zimmer but it's kind yeah. of the same where it's yeah. you it's know aggressive. multiple looks and that sort of thing and Barr is an excellent communicator so yeah if jordan hicks is out for a while which sure as hell sounds like he's not going to be back in like two or three like this could be an after IR the buy situation. probably yeah yeah, I mean, at the very least, yeah. um, you know, Anthony Barr can step in and take some of that leadership role. He can give them another veteran. Maybe if he's just a rotational player as well. Still, I, yeah, I was going to say situational pass rush. Yeah, I was like, going to say, even if you want to put him uh, in on third down, I think that'd be a good use of him at this point in his career. Yeah, you, you don't you're not you don't need him to come in and be an every down guy. And they I feel like their base defense pretty much now is three safeties already because Josh Metellus is he's pretty much out there almost every uh, every play. So they really they like I feel like uh, Jordan Hicks was really the only linebacker who was really out there um, for most of the time compared to Pace. So now Pace will have to kind of switch in that role or maybe maybe they do have Barr go out there and kind of split reps with, with Pace because I feel like Pace, he's good. He, he's still playing well, but I think like his coverage, you can tell like some of his, his coverage is not the greatest um, and that can get better, obviously, but he's still, he, he's, he's a rookie. Um, he plays well for a rookie, but yeah, he still has some flaws. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how they use him as well because like you said, it's a different scheme. There are some similarities to what Zimmer ran in terms of the A gap blitzes and all that that fun stuff, but there's also many many differences between this defense and and Flores defense. So what do we got going on at the Viking Age right now, Adam? Uh, well, let's see. They're playing the Broncos. They're playing showdown with Chris Thomason and the Denver Broncos. <laughs> You know he's covering the Broncos now, right? Kevin O'Connell can be reunited with Chris Thomas. He's in the uh, I saw they're playing they the Bills like. tonight and I saw Thomas and tweet out like he's all loaded up on on deaf chicken wings and ready to go uh for tonight's game. And I was like, that's that is such a Chris Thomas tweet. Um but yeah. When in Rome, man. Yeah. But they, they they play the Broncos next week, so we'll get obviously get stuff looking at that. Um Sean Payton. You know, you get the Saints, and then they get Sean Payton. So exciting! Um, and you know, uh, some some other fun stuff. I'm I'm off starting Wednesday, so you know, Adam Carlson, uh, our senior member, Adam Carlson, who's been with the site longer than I have, he'll be uh, kind of running the ship over there. Um, but I think things will be you know normal, and and when fun things like Anthony Barr signing, we'll cover that and all that other fun stuff. I'm trying to think if there was. I think I want to try and do uh, like a predicting the rest of the the game schedule because we haven't done that yet with with dubs um on the schedule and i think uh it might be a little bit more optimistic than it was a few weeks ago 
Um, yeah. Especially after Kirk Cousins went down and everyone was just doom and gloom. And the world, the sky was falling. Um, so uh, I think that's it. Like, I think the last thing I just want to say is like, I'm just, I've been really impressed with Kevin O'Connell this year. I feel like I'm more impressed with him this year than I, than I was last year. Just with the adversity that he's been able to overcome in terms of injuries and fighting back from 0-3 and then switching quarterbacks. Like, I've, I'm really impressed with him and, I think the Vikings are set up really well for the future with him leading the way. And where can people follow you on Twitter, Adam, <laughs> or social media? Uh, Twitter, X, whatever it is, Adam Patrick, NFL, and uh, on threads as well. Follow me over there. Same same username, Adam Patrick, NFL, and of course, follow Chris over on all of his social medias. At the real Chris Shad is where you can find me, whether it's threads, Instagram, X, or whatever your social media platform of choice. I should do more TikToks, but I always feel like <laughs> 37 and I'm kind of overweight. So like I, I got the like face for radio thing going on. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't really like hop along. I, I, I wouldn't do like the dance thing. It would probably just no. be like me freaking out. Don't don't do the the Rick Spielman. Doesn't he have a doesn't he have a TikTok where he did like a dance? Oh video? yeah, and he did like the way. Well, like his are like really weird. Yeah, where he, he just like weird. looks in the camera like super creepily. Yeah. Like, hey, it's me, Rick Spielman. Let me tell you about this one time Malik Willis had an overrated champ, and I thought he was an clearly it's clearly something where like either one of his kids or like his agent or something was like, hey, you should you should open a TikTok account and start like recording videos, and he's like. Yeah, I should do that. That'd be fun. I cannot compute, but I will try. <laughs> uh, error, error. Anyway, uh, that's all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast today. You can check us out every Monday and Thursday or sometime later in the week on the Viking Age YouTube channel. Also, we're on Apple and Spotify the very next day if you want to hear us rant along while you're like dying on a treadmill or something. But however you listen to us, Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we can continue to grow this community. We've been seeing a lot more people here. We got a dude from yep. Australia. Yeah, look at that. He said, he also, I, I wanted to just point this out. He said that everything's upside down in Australia. <laughs> the toilet goes the other way. But like, Yeah, yeah. The, to the toilet goes the other way. Uh, they, they apparently watch TV upside yeah. down too. So for Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age Podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.